1: Well, it seems like a reoccurring theme is uh, with weather affecting motorcycle racing. It seems like we've been talking about it all year long, all season long, in different genres, whether it be flat track or road racing or motocross, um, off-road. Woods racing. And, uh, yep. So, uh, it was this past weekend was no exception in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, the Harley-Davidson-Williams Grove Half Mile, presented by Appalachian Harley-Davidson. Uh, was scheduled to uh, they, they actually moved it up in the program they started uh, 6 and 6.15 Eastern Time respectively which is uh, uh, sooner than it was supposed to be and that did not seem to bother the Bauman boys they uh, Briar in. Bronson they they took one and two and that hasn't been done I don't think since the Haydens but
2: I, I'm sure nobody I, I can think of
1: I'm sure Briar Bauman knows this Briar welcome to the show congratulations
2: yeah hey I uh, appreciate it thank you for having me
1: so has anybody done that since the Haydens
2: no I've I've uh, seen a lot of posts on Facebook and stuff like that everyone kind of getting in arguments and stuff like that um, and yeah as far as the record show I think that the Haydens were the last ones to do it they, uh, they had three of them on the podium but unfortunately it's only not unfortunately but there's only two me, me and Bronson so yeah we took the first two spots and it was uh, kind of an honor to do it uh, or be the first to do it since than the hidden have done it
1: how special is that to, to share that moment with your brother
2: it was actually more it was just an it was mind-blowing honestly once you know I was rolling around and I come off turn four and go across the checkered flag and I was pretty pumped up and I looked back and I saw 37 Bronson. and uh honestly the first thing that came to mind I'm like man did I lap him like did I it, it was weird just because I he'd been a little bit off all day and uh and then he comes rolling up to me and he's giving me the number two sign like he just taken second and I was I was kind of shell shocked I'm like no way I uh rolled the rest of the lap and usually I'm losing my mind celebrating going crazy and I, I rolled up to get the checkered flag to do my or do my checkered flag lap with my mechanic I'm sitting there and and then all of a sudden it hit me like a wall and I'm like I just lost it couldn't believe it um yeah so to uh to share it with my brother and him to pass Jared and and take second rather than it be like a first and a third, and for us to be as dominant as we were in that main, it's it's something that you don't really hear about too often, so it was definitely really special.
0: Yeah, especially uh, this season. uh, You're the seventh different winner this year in AFT, uh, in the Twins class, and Jared Meese is the only guy who's won more than one. Uh, I mean, he's been dominant, and you guys put it on him. uh, I mean, it's got to in this series putting putting uh putting mees behind you means you're actually really uh, at the sharp end of it all i mean and again congrats and you've made a jump in the points you're now up to third and gosh i mean you're probably thinking wouldn't you like to make it second
2: yeah i'm a, i'm a ways out of second and uh the way the season's gone we uh, we started the year out on on kawasakis and and the new Indian motorcycle is, is pretty insane. Honestly, they did such a good job uh, designing that that race engine and and putting together a, a bike that basically anyone there for a little while could go and buy and, and you know go and race and win on. Um, you know, I uh, I'm riding a bike that is pretty much stock. It is it's 100% stock besides the suspension, and uh, we just won a national on it against the factory team. So it shows how good the Indian is right out of the box. But yeah, just to be you know, one of the big things I was telling my, my team owner was, I, I just want to be relevant again. You know, we were going through a, a phase where we weren't really making any progress, and we were missing main events due to mechanicals and stuff like that. So, yeah, if I if there was any way I could end up second championship, it'd be it'd be incredible. But right now, I just want to finish the year strong on two uh, with two miles, and we got our our win. I think you said we're the seventh winner of the year, and just be back in the mix with everyone week in and week out. It's kind of uh, kind of been been great and a lot of fun.
0: Well, Briar, and it's the second event in a row where you are the you are the best qualifier. So clearly, you are coming together with the bike. I mean, you are you are on the gas from the beginning of the event, which has got to make the whole night go a lot better when you know you are up front.
2: Yeah, I actually. Well, I, I in qualifying practice, I've been the fastest the last three rounds, and that was a TT in Peoria, and then uh, and then the mile in Springfield, and now the half mile in in uh, Williams Grove and I had a lot of pressure actually just because I've been been really quick early on but not that a fourth at Springfield or a second Henry Wilds at Peoria is anything to, to be ashamed of because obviously they're both you know Henry at Peoria he's 114 of those and, and Springfield just a totally different animal once you get there and you get in the mix with guys like Brian Smith and Jared and Jeffrey Carver they uh, they got those places pretty much on lock they, they're so smart and they're good racers they know what's going on and I was just I'm just trying to learn, you know. So, yeah, to be able to, to steal the deal and go all the way through with it uh, in Williams Grove on the shortened program and our main event was a little bit of a mess. We had a couple red flags due to incidents and then we were getting some sprinkles during the red flag and it was just uh, it was a drawn-out main event. But to be able to finish it off and, and be quick on all these different disciplines has been pretty good for me. It's a good confidence boost for sure.
1: I want to touch on Henry Wise a little bit. First, he... To being behind henry wiles at, at peoria is is that's there's nothing i mean he obviously he's he's the king of peoria right um and also do you think he frosts his hair or do you think he's like <laughs> highlighting his hair do you think maybe hey, he should cut that thing or what is that thing is that his real hair or those plugs or what is that what's going on with henry
2: and i be able first being being anywhere near him on the track whether he has extensions for his mullet or whatever you have going on. <laughs> blonde or, that's awesome. <laughs> it's it's intuitive nonetheless. The guy could have lots of love going on and he's still going to win Peoria. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't know. I, I've heard rumors that he bleached it or not bleached it but he did highlights and stuff like that. I think it's highlights. Yeah. yeah. He gets it prepped every week before he gets to the track. I heard he has it shampooed and conditioned or whatever you want to do at the, the local salon. But, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Hey, this is, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't no, wait whatever. to... <laughs> It's working for him. He's, he's going good everywhere this year. He's second in the championship. And like I said, Peoria, he could show up with a shaved, Big razor head. He could show up uh, with a you know, full, fluffy mane. He's, he's going to be the guy for sure. And he's,
0: you know, the interesting thing, not to blow his horn when we're talking to you, Briar, the man of the this past weekend, you know, everybody, including me, has had a throwaway round with, uh, with no points. Wiles is the only guy who hasn't done that, and, you know, that's... He's not. He's not always at the top of the pile, but he does finish every weekend and puts points on the board, which it definitely matters in the long run. He's only
1: one Peoria. I mean, he's been a top three, top five guy. A couple three sevenths. One uh, at at uh, Sturgis, he or the Black Hill Speedway, whatever it is. He he finished eleventh, so not you know that was his off race. If if that's an off race, but. I gotta tell you that the race at uh, Springfield—I was there watching that man. That was that was an insane race. That was so good.
2: Yeah, yeah, no Springfield. That's uh, that was one of the one of the first times I've been in the lead draft. There's always a couple guys who break away from the rest of the field, and uh, yeah, I mean, watching it was kind of weird. I got a bad start and kind of had to play catch up a little bit. It took me about ten laps to get up to the lead draft with those guys, and I felt like I had pretty good speed, but once I got to them. I kind of, kind of went to, uh, man, I was just, I was surprised. I just didn't know what to do. I kind of got stunned a little bit and watching Brian Smith and Jared Meese go back and forth. I kind of, as insane as it sounds, I'm a pretty big fanboy. I, I, I follow these guys and these are guys that I've always like looked up to and watched on the races. And all of a sudden I'm following around a, a racetrack that I went and watched them at growing up. And, uh, I'm watching Brian Smith kind of do his thing on the mile. Springfield is one of the more dominant guys there. Um, Jeffrey Carver, like, he, he has uh, he has this confidence about Springfield that you see him when he's on the bike, like, he'll roll you on the outside, cut down, and, and just make these moves that you wouldn't typically see him do, and it's kind of like, I, I you don't think about it when you're out there, because you're, you're going through the motions, and you're racing, and you're doing your, your job, but it's like, man, I, I'd imagine some of these things that are going down are pretty cool to watch from the grandstands, or, or for a fan or a spectator standpoint, because that's kind of what I was doing for 20 of the 25 laps i was watching them do their deal and i was kind of like holy cow these guys are insane but at the same time i'm still kind of making my moves and kind of shuffle my my cards a little bit to see where i stood but yeah that's a, that's a racetrack everyone needs to try and get to because uh it's always like that
1: yeah it's always good racing and, and you know if you go back and look there's been all through history there's been really good finishes at springfield um now that you have that win though briar and and coming off of uh, williams grove and i want to talk about that track but uh do you feel like you know we talked to a lot of racers we followed uh, in, for example justin brayton good friend of mine grew up here races supercross he's honda guy um there was a time when he didn't felt like he belonged up front and he finally got his supercross win this year at
0: Daytona, of all places, yeah, awesome. But and had a great season because of it. But we
1: watched it in arena cross over the years with him, and he just he would get way out in front, and and then just his race would kind of fall apart because he just he didn't feel like he belonged up there. And and you're you made the comment you're a fanboy. Do you say lady boy or fanboy?
2: Fanboy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fanboy. I thought that's is. what I
1: thought you said, but get okay. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah big, big, big jump there.
1: I'm teasing Brian, um, but you say you're a big fanboy, so you think about you know it's like, do you now that you've won and you've you've beat all those guys? Do you feel like okay, this is where I belong, and with that confidence? I mean, you've you've had some second place finishes this year, um, but do you know what I mean? Do you feel like okay, now I'm one of the guys, and, and, I'm, and I'm and I'm and I'm gonna win next week.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's weird because. Even though I got fourth at Springfield, that was kind of like the turning point for me. Um, I had the same turning point last year. You go out, like, at a place like Lima, and for me, that's where I won my first race last year i the twin was Lima, Ohio, and it rolls over for you. You just kind of have this, it's weird because it's like a switch, and uh, it's crazy how one round can change your entire season. Um, And, yeah, last weekend, uh, or two weekends ago in Springfield, a lot of people kind of kind of chalked me down as not so good on the mile and I went out and I was you know I fast qualified I had the fastest heat race and the fastest semi and even taking fourth in the main event and being right there at the, at the line was kind of like a win and it was for me that was kind of like all right throughout the week I just kind of had it chalked down in my mind like all right these guys didn't think I was very good at this place um at, a, at, a, at one of the miles and, and now we're going to a clay half mile where I've always been pretty good I think they're uh they're they're going to be really surprised on what we show up with and where we're going to stand at the end of the night. And yeah, it's just one round. It it just puts you in such a different mindset. You, uh, all of a sudden when you're rolling out for practice, you're not thinking, all right, I want to see how far away they get from me. You're, you're kind of thinking, all right, where am I going to pass them at? And just kind of turns your whole day when you get to the track into, into the, the competitiveness that you need to have every weekend as far as a winner, rather than just a guy that's getting through the night. And, uh, yeah, it's a big deal. Um, I know I was in, in Daytona when Justin Brayton won, and I know I know the feeling. It, it changes your whole outlook on what you're doing at the track every weekend.
0: And yeah. you get the can't-be-secondary satisfaction of beating your brother because uh, having brothers, it, it nothing feels better than whipping your brother. Just nothing.
2: <laughs> no, there, there isn't anything. I mean, he, uh, he tried giving me some grief this week, he's actually been staying with me over the last couple of weeks so that's pretty fun and we, we rode to the track together um, he was staying with me and Shana here in Pennsylvania just because we're pretty close to the track and, and it was kind of insane that uh, that him and I rode to the track together and it's not very often the guys who go one, two in the national let alone are they brothers but go to the racetrack and then spent the week together before and uh, he was trying to give me some grief that oh man I was rolling up on you about halfway through or something and I'm like oh man no nah, I was kind of Kind of easy an offer, like you know, just kind of bring her home. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that you at all.
0: Yeah, it, you guys can have that debate all through Thanksgiving dinner. That's when it really gets to yeah. be fun when you get to yeah. lord it over him in front of the rest of the family.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's always been fun, and yeah, just to it's still mind blowing to me that when I look back, I saw a thirty seven just because I passed Jared, and like you guys said, if you do anything with Jared on uh, on a race weekend, you're typically in a pretty good spot. So when I look back and saw him and, and him not very far off, I'm going, No way. So yeah, they're good conversations that we get to have here uh, here over the holidays. Do you ever uh, do you ever
1: uh, go down the straightaway and, and in the middle of the straightaway and jam on somebody's brakes or anything like that?
2: <laughs> no. No, I stay away from that. Luckily we don't have front brakes very often. <laughs> not very often.
1: Hey, now you do though. You got Daytona, you got yeah, um, you know you got a few rounds Peoria, out of Peoria. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm into the front brakes. I just would rather touch mine than anyone else's. Yeah, I, uh, I know there's enough guys that struggle on the front brakes, and what we do anyway. I'm like, I don't need to help them at all. Isn't that crazy? That was the most insane thing I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, it just doesn't seem real. So you got the big grand awards party coming up in Manhattan next month. Are you are you stoked to be going to that? Are you going? I assume you're going. You know, you you definitely will be. Uh, Near the near the head table, I'd imagine.
2: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not sure if I'm to make it. We have a, a lot of stuff going on right now, but if I can, it's going to be great. I uh, I would love to. You going to go, Tony? Mm. Manhattan. Mm.
0: Flat track party? Mm. Didn't Car say he was going to get us tickets? No? <laughs> was it here? No.
2: I'd be a taste out of that guy, man. I would I would like to... Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be there. I, I just like to give him a hard time. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. It's it's cool that everyone kind of cuts loose a little bit. You know what I mean? There's a lot of there's a lot of serious guys throughout the year, and I mean, I'm actually one of the, probably the least serious as far as as on race day. But uh, but yeah, once you get to that party, it's kind of funny to see guys like Jared who are always so so uptight, all business, kind of yeah,
0: all, all business. Out. Not
2: today, yeah.
1: Those are the guys that have like two drinks, and you have to hold their hold them up, and oh
2: yeah, hold their hair for them. Yeah. <laughs> <there you do. laughs> I give him a hard time because he'll have two Coronas and he is just like on the floor. Yeah, ready to win another national. I'm like relaxed guy. Like he's he's that guy.
0: This is the party. This is the party. We got a we got a little bit of an off season here. There's a, there's supposed to be an off season. Yeah, the the guys who don't. I Tony and I are seasoned veterans. Uh, not so much about the racing, more about the uh, after bench racing sessions and. Uh, <laughs> i do yeah. better at the lake these days uh, and the lake i'm also becoming quite the veteran of the lake and my boat doesn't float without beer on it i found out the hard <laughs> way the other day so oh, really yeah it just won't float without it <laughs> uh,
2: yeah
0: that sounds good yeah guys uh, guys who don't drink professional athletes in other words guys who don't drink religiously uh, like my irish self maybe does yeah it's funny how quickly <laughs> it how quickly it affects them uh you know, and it's really not something I can even brag about. So, hey. what do you? What do you
1: have? Two races left.
2: Yep. Yeah, we got two more races, and that's over.
1: Canterbury and Meadowlands Yeah. What do you? Do East like Coast. Yeah.
2: Well, I've never. I know that they raced in uh, in Minnesota quite a few years ago. I think it was six, six or seven years ago, and I, I didn't get to ride that track. And and uh, the final round. That's um, our first time there, so I'm looking forward to it. You kind of go online, look up on YouTube or whatever uh, the whatever races they had there, what the track looks like, and oh yeah, it looks like the, yeah. You kind of some of them are you can go on and watch them horse races and get into that a little bit. But you
0: know, I watched you- uh, snowcross there back in the late nineties, Canterbury, <laughs> Shakopee. Is it in yeah. Shakopee? Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. where it is. Yeah, I've been to that track a couple times. So uh,
1: Indian Motorcycle Minnesota Mile, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, very close to Polaris. I, yeah. g- I got to believe there's going to be a pretty good party for everybody that's on an Indian.
2: Uh, I mean, I'd hope so. I uh, being that close to the headquarters and there's a lot of dudes on Indians at this point, so it's going to have to be a pretty good party, I think. <laughs> is there a, we, uh, is is there a really good, good uh, celebration.
1: like uh, contingency for you guys on Indians?
2: Yeah, yeah. Actually, Indians done a really good job. I mean, just they, uh, they've been actually first class about everything they've done in American Flat Track with the bike and with the contingency program and, and staying true to their word and just yeah, everything has been really really crazy since, since I made the switch from uh from my Kawasaki and, and hopped on the Indian full time and just seeing how everything goes over and how well the bike was built contingency everyone that you deal with from SNS to uh, to Polaris they're they're all great guys and it's, it's been really cool working with them.
0: How is it from uh? You know a, a relatively uh, smaller effort it, it, like you said everybody's getting on the Indians are they uh, proven to be reliable enough that you, you know clearly the entry price we is relatively well known are they holding up are you gonna be able to get a couple seasons out of it too are we talking two seasons and then it's start over again or is, is the bike I mean giving you the sense that you're gonna be able to race it for a while
2: no they uh they did a great job um i think that as long as they're well maintained just simple simple uh maintenance on bike, you and you're gonna get a lot of time out of the thing they say that you can like as far as race time you can put 10 hours on one of them and 10 hours for us is like probably 12 races i mean i I, and that's probably not enough honestly i don't even know how many how much time we put on our bikes when we're at the track um and they say they say 12 hours to just the top end or 10 hours to just a, a top end rebuild so yeah i mean i've been running just we have two my team has two indians um and we've stuck just the one they rebuilt it once this year and i've only raced it i think seven times now and they rebuilt it before springfield just to be safe because those are the measures they used to take with their old brands and uh they were just you know they're on the cautious side we could have got a lot more racing out of ours and and that's did a great job of building you know durable parts everything seems to hold up really well we jumped them at uh at peoria like crazy and and we're hammering those things and they made it through the day without even thinking about you know breaking apart so yeah just all around incredible bikes i think that the entry price definitely scared everyone a little bit but it's uh it's a great bike
1: well briar congratulations again and tell your brother congrats too would you
2: yeah, no, absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Tell Shannon we said hey.
2: I will. Definitely. Thank you.
1: All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Pit Pass. This is Vicki Golden. I was
2: just on Pit Pass Radio. Check Don't you-